Second chapter. I mean, the first, yeah, the second chapter. But see, because God has begun to reveal, and when God begins to reveal some things, God's got a purpose here. And, and you've and you got to be careful. You've you got to be careful. Now, all these promises that God has made you, you know, someday it comes a time for fulfillment. God don't make you no idle promises. Until he brings you to a day, like the like you're going to read here, the day of Pentecost, fully comes. Yes. Now, God done made you some promise. Now, you're getting close to deliver. So, the devil's trying to make you feel uneasy so he can rob you. Just like first Pentecost. When he took them out, hallelujah, you find this in the book of Exodus. 3,000 souls lost their life back then. But you see, in the New Testament, 3,000 souls was added to the church. That, that God is still fighting at Pentecost. Yes. And we, you know, every major move of God is still held around the Jewish celebration. We don't have that calendar, but God still honors certain days. Yes. And he said he changed not. So, God, I believe, God is getting ready to redo some things. Because if you notice, the Pentecostal movement ain't doing nothing. He didn't use the Baptists. He didn't use the Methodists. He didn't use the Presbyterians. He didn't use the Catholics. He didn't use everybody. Everybody. Folk that done passed on off the season. And, and, and I proved to you last, like last week, throughout going through history, along with the Bible, that God is getting ready to set up another move. And it doesn't matter who you are and where you are. And then, just as a witness, last Sunday night, God sent somebody we hadn't even heard about to, to bag up basically what I told you. And over there, he testified to the fact he did, they did not know that we in America had an Azusa Street. If you think I'm lying, buy the tape. God don't care about what we got going on. Did you notice that? See, we're under the impression that we got to walk like this. No, we humanly don't. All we got to do is walk like this with God. Everybody in here can fall out. Let one or two people walk with God. Let one individual in the midst walk with God. And guess what? They're in the one accord. Uh -huh. It don't take y'all. It don't take me. So you might well get out of that. That it takes all of us. No. Tell the devil he's a liar. You tell him he's a liar. All that's required is for you to walk right before God. That's all. That's all. That is it. Nobody else. You and God. When that's all how the nation of Israel started, well, they started with Moses, one man. Right, then God said, hey, I got a plan. I'll let somebody else in on it. Do you want to be a part of it? Yes. Some said no. Some said yes. God ain't got no problem leaving nobody behind. Yes. I, I think it's of an urgency that you understand that. It's a privilege that is given to us by God to come on his side. Yes. There was always two sides. Yes, yes. God's side and the devil's side. Uh -huh. And if you notice, God right now, he ain't 
got no time to be begging folks to get off the devil's side. He didn't do it while he walked here. But if you notice, he gave us in the model prayer, Father, let thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You know what we got to do? We got to connect with heaven. Yes. So that's why I believe he gave me that throughout this, the rest of the time, we pray, Father, God, let your will be done. Because it's already been done in heaven, right? Now it's got to come down and be done in us. Yes. See, the trick of the enemy, and we're going to read the scripture here. The trick of the enemy is to get us off of our spiritual purpose. Yeah, that's right. If he can get you off your watch, yeah. he don't care how he does it. Uh -huh. If he can get you off your watch, he got you. Yeah. Chapter verses 1 through 5. 
I'm not sure how I'm going to bring this. I may do some teaching on some preaching. I don't know. But I, I know I need to slow it down till you get it. So God will let me move on. You have it? Say amen. amen. Let's read the first verse. And when the day they were hold it. They were all with one accord and in one place. <laughs> Mighty God. Go on. I ain't gonna, I'm going to try not to come there because I want to, I think I'm going to preach it. Go ahead. Pause there a minute. Think about that. And go. Go ahead. hold it. I want, uh, let me do a little prayer. That's already been sanctioned, but this is just out of formality. Most Heavenly Father, right now, Lord, in the name of Jesus, we submit to you in speech, O God. God, declare the utterance, O God, of your word, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We bind every spirit now in Jesus' name. The subject is the accord, but when you look at, there's some things that we got wrong, and in order for us to catch the next move of God, we have been selected and chosen by God to go back where other churches and got off and get on. So, it's, so therefore, you can understand why the when why God has called you to leadership, because God is going to send us out to get other folks back home. And it, though it's going to seem very small and minute when you look at the area of things that we actually got on, because number one, one of the problems, we think we can get folks saved. We can't do nothing. We think that folk have to uh, clap and praise and all that to get the Holy Ghost. That can't happen. In order to get the Holy Ghost, you need to get it like the Bible says. Yes. Amen. Now, Check out what they were doing. They were all together. Now, you notice what we do? We'll come in the house of God and make sure we don't get on the unity accord. That's the very first thing we make sure don't happen. If I tell you, like I'm going to tell you tonight, to get, when you come in here, you get down on your knees. And you start praying, no nothing else, don't ask God for nothing else, but Father God, let your will be done. Incidentally, somebody going to utter out something else. You break the accord. You let the devil in. So when you look at uh, what was happening in early Pentecost, everybody in here believed in the apostolic movement. Nothing that you wouldn't be here. And so we must come to the conclusion when you look at 
what was really going on, what God was setting up, this is just a setup. This is for our learning. This is so that we could uh, duplicate what the apostolic preachers did. And you, then you can be able to understand how, why you pray for folk and they can't get delivered. Because it's not the, the foundation of what we believe. It's not really built upon the foundation of the apostles. Everybody should have said amen. amen. Because we're not getting the results of the apostolic fathers. So you know what God said? If you change a little bit, if you change a dot or a I, I don't bang it up. Now just think, other folks that we're told, you're going to hell. Uh, you're not fit for the kingdom of God. You're this and you're that, and I don't like you and I don't trust you. I think you've got an ulterior motive. That ain't your business. This is not your kingdom. What God said, I'll add to the church such as should be saved. Guess what? Your best buddy may not be on God's should list. Your son and daughter may not be on God's should list. Your boss man on your job may not be on God's should list. So it is the ultimate responsibility of the nowadays believers to stand up and say, God, let your will be done. Then we will understand how far we're actually off. So, when you look at it, everything else was a prelude. You mean to tell me all those years after they came out of uh, Egypt, it was just setting them up for the fully come? He brought a multitude out, but it was 120 that changed the nation. He brought a multitude out, but then he just should choose 12 to take this to the world. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I was there on the day of Pentecost. It fell on me like it fell on you. But you've got to be chosen by God. Now, it's, it's, it's really amazing because a lot of us don't understand the seat that we sit in. You can be set in the seat to bless this movement of God, or you can be sitting in the seat for God to just walk all over. You've got some folks just like Paul that's out of there that was born out of due time. If you allow this point in your life to pass you by, he'll pick up somebody else and use them. So let's, let, let's deal with the accord. It's, it's a word. It only means that these folks have the same mind. You know, most of us here don't even here don't even have the same mind. But our mind down here doesn't matter. Our mind toward God is what matters. Guess what? We're not gonna ever agree on everything. And that's why I love something that little short man told me. We were sitting in the restaurant, and had I known God was setting me up for a double, I would listen even more in detail. This man he told me. You believe what you believe. It doesn't matter what they believe. Just don't let it stop you from believing what you believe. So apparently in Macedonia, in his part of the world, they don't believe in wearing short sleeves. Uh, short sleeves. 
But he said, I am not going to allow that to stop me from fellowshipping with my apostolic brother. Amen. So what is our problem? Everywhere you go, there's so many different divisions among us. And we want to know why God won't move? Divisions. So I believe, now perhaps, that's what God was trying to show each and every one of us on our own level. You can divide yourself from the plan of God, but you won't go nowhere. But God is still going to move. Yes, yes. You can set yourself up so and, uh, and actually separate yourself from Jesus and actually thank you, worshiping Jesus, thank you, God. Be like the Pharisees and the Sadducees. When he showed up, they didn't recognize him. But they were looking for him. Now, you can separate yourself so much from truth to the truth of God that you won't even recognize God when he moves. So, whose fault is that? But you were looking for him. But yet you did not recognize him. But he came just like the scripture said he would come. Now, Elder... How do folk get saved if they don't speak in tongues? How do folk get saved if they don't go down in water of baptism in his name? Now, see, there are some things, whether you realize it or not, you've got a mighty tool for this next movement. I told you where it got changed to the Nicene Council. Over 300 bishops were scared for their life. That's where if you can jump out of the Bible and go to the history books and tell them, you can find it. You may not agree with me, but this year is an information age. You have to have knowledge if you're going to work in anybody's office. That's right. Yeah, right. And you got to be multi-trained yeah, and multi-skilled. Yeah, right. You can't say, I'm going to do this one job and I ain't going to do this. No, no, no. So what about the kingdom of God? If you're so used to, Lord help me, Jesus. If you're so used to driving a 1977 Cadillac, and they've got a 2006 on the lot, if it's better gas now, and you can park that rascal just about anywhere, but in that 77, one and two bits, two bits for now. So things change. Yes. So we've got to be ready to meet the challenge that God is going to send before us. Do you not realize God has already given us a new faith? Uh-huh. I was talking uh, to somebody this morning in the office. I'm not going to call your name. But it was telling me that. God has got somebody watching out for them. Uh-huh. Always trying to find a way to give them a break or if they find out something going on. That is called divine favor. Yes. Nothing short of divine favor by God. Yes. But see, the thing you don't realize, all you see is a down payment yes. of what God wants to give. Yes. But you got to line up with God. Glory. Oh, I feel this thing. See, you, you look at it. 
uh, the accord, it means mine. And then you look at the Webster. And, and I want you to pay particular close attention to what Webster defines it in the English because it, it brings contrast to it in the Greek. And you can find this in the Greek, uh, the uh, strong concordance, if you desire one day to look it up. But in the Webster uh, Collegiate Dictionary, it says accord is to bring into a agreement. All God's trying to do, get you and me to do, agree with him. But you know what we do? The world and the church have taught us, get God to agree with you. Well, one or two will get together in his name. All we got to do is pray and pray, and God will move. No, 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 no. They, they, they got, we got something wrong. It ain't for us to get him to agree with us, but it's for us to agree with him. That's where we can find our miracles. So you, you, you look at, you look at, so there has to be an agreement. And then it says there's a reconciliation. You know, you, you know, at any given time, we fall out as friends. We fall out in the family. We fall out as brothers. We fall out as sisters. We fall out as husband and wife. Children fall out. But there always come to a time of reconciliation. So God is saying, I know you did not agree with me. I know you didn't trust me at every move. All now I want you to do is say yes and agree with me. So God is saying, if you can agree with me, if you can agree with me, we can get it back together. Y'all don't hear me. You see, because we were taught Let's do this thing our way. It never was about our way. If it was our way, the boat would have never floated. I'll to prove it to you. You how many times you just get up, wake up out of your sleep, man? Ain't had no bad dream and just so you didn't want to even get along with yourself. You just had automatically bad day. You was mean and evil. And you didn't know where it came from. It came from your own human nature. Yes. So if you can't get along with you, now you know why God having a bad time. <laughs> then he says, Lord, you're going to like this. Be consistent. Accord me and be consistent. No, Lord, I'll praise you tomorrow. No, I can't do it the next day. Lord, I'll do it today, but no, I can't show up tomorrow. And you, you want to know why I, I, I bother you about half doing things? Because God is letting me know that it ain't good enough. Now, if I'm the leader and he has told me what you're doing ain't good enough because you're half doing it, and you're in danger of getting yourself in trouble with him, who do you think I'd rather to be mad at me? You? Not God? So God said, be consistent. That's your cool. You didn't know that, did you? Do the same thing every day, whether you feel like it or not. Do the same thing every day, because Brother Turner made you mad or not. Do the same thing every day, whether you agree with him or not. That's the accord. Amen. Then the next word is in harmony. It's of an essence to get along. You mean to tell me 
God will get mad if we don't get along. He sure will. I think he said, let no division be named among us. If you're in his kingdom, it is your job, not God, to make sure there is no division among us. Either that, you are not with Jesus. He told a group of people, either you are for me or against me. There is no middle ground in this. There is no middle ground in holiness. Jesus said, either you hate me or you love me. Now, which is it? So we gotta we gotta tell this devil, tap this devil on the shoulder and say, hey, you done lied somewhere. Then you look at the next word. Agree. <laughs> oh, we love this. Ooh, if two, let's touch and agree. <laughs> let's touch and agree. Let's touch and agree. I've been in my experience of being saved, I've seen people touch and agree and pray. That God would move things or run the devil out of church and they did. And they did. So in this situation, apparently God did agree with them. You needed to leave. And they left the church. See, the thing that we must understand, we must make sure we know what is God and what is not God. Because you can get the praying and God get the answer, but you might not like the result. So, he said, now, can you handle the accord? Can you actually hook up with me? See, when we look at this, we want to look at it from a natural standpoint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you not know when we touch and agree with God... We don't agree with those folks on and over there in Pakistan and all those folks behind the Iron Curtain. We feel like we're alone. Uh-huh. So don't get you caught up in what you see in here. This ain't even a down payment of what God got in store in here. So we should be trying to find the accord with God. Lord, what can I do to make you free? But then, man, I love what God did. Give me a high five. You know what God did? He showed them folks. You didn't run away when they talked about it. Uh -huh. Lord, you didn't deny my name. You didn't tell them that it didn't take all that. You didn't tell them that there wasn't nothing to baptism in Jesus' name. See, I got something in store for you. Uh -huh. And you know the biggest problem of the church is that we don't understand what God done gave us. Uh -huh. He told them now, you go into Jerusalem and you tarry there, you just wait. How many, how many of you know what waiting is? Uh -huh. You just sit your little happy self down. Oh, yeah. You ain't got to do nothing. You don't look around. Thank you. 
to miss the whole message of Pentecost. Trying to be deep. Oh, ain't nobody like us but us. I hope that matters. Because they stopped right there. You know, you can't even find a good apostolic preacher on TV no more. You can't even find God anointing and moving no more. What's up with that? Can't even find no miracles. You find folk lying and setting up folk to God doing miracles. Have you noticed that? Yes. But you know what? You got power and you got fire. Yes. Have you noticed in the Old Testament, fire was a type of a praise and anointing to God. When God lit the fire, Back, I believe, it was in uh, Samuel time with Eli, he meant for it to never go out. God gave you the Holy Ghost so you never leave. Yes. Yes. Now look at you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Power, you know what else? A lot of us think it's just a witness. I'm gonna make me a witness. Paul wasn't even that, that crazy. He let the Holy Ghost provide an opportunity. See, we don't even let the Holy Ghost talk to us no more. I'm just going to tell them all, even if I have to make them mad. The Holy Ghost don't do nothing like that. The Holy Ghost don't move like that. The Holy Ghost told us, now, even when it come down to your life, don't you say anything, but I'll give you what to say on that day. <laughs> Lord have mercy. We don't even realize what we got. And just think, Sister if we let God set some of these testimonies and some of these uh, witnessing service up and some of these things, you will automatically get results. Because you know the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost is already tiptoeing out there. Yes. Uh, the Holy Ghost said, mm, I, I can't get you to not ready yet. Oh, yeah, be ready. Because I'm going to be ready to such a shit, he said. You know what the world is on? We got a dumb God. We got an unorganized God. He just haphazardly do things. And therefore we get folks in the church that won't stay. Make God look weak. Because we don't know the mind of God. I got the spirit of discernment. He don't give that to everybody because everybody can't handle it. God ain't going to let you confuse his people. God ain't going to let you mess up his church. God ain't, you know how God how protected God is of the accord? If you can find you can trace it. Even when they stoned Stephen, Jesus stood up. That's right. I wish to see So, the challenge is, we've got to really look at what we got. We know it's of an essence to go to heaven. Yes. But what is it supposed to be used for down here? Yes. So, let me show something to you. We're all here now. Yes. 
one place, same time, but are we mentally together? Do we mentally have God on our mind? Are we mentally in tune? You know, the Bible always told us that they prayed in one hand prayer. They prayed in one hand prayer. Am I wrong? Let's have some mentally. You see, there, that's why it's a, see, all I want you to see is what we've been cheating. We've been cheating. That's why, that's why we can't get the results that we really need in our lives. If the enemy causes us to break the accord with God, no wonder we can't pray until we get to it. No wonder we got to get a second opinion. Lord, did you hear me? When I get home, I'm expecting this to be back now. <laughs> See, the thing that we got to remember is that what, what is it you really doing? But I, I, I see. But it's another time. If you notice with God, it was never about what was being seen. But if it would have been the fact, if it was about what was what was there, it wasn't about the thing that was going on in the background. The woman with the issue of blood would never been healed because everybody else was caught up in the surrounding. Yes. Woo, look at all these multitudes. Yes, yes. It was never about the multitude. Yes. It was about that one woman that touched it on that one uh -huh. It was never about all the rest of them hollering, Jesus, Jesus. Yes. Jesus, Jesus. It was about that blind Bartimaeus sitting by the roadside that got on that one horse. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, don't let nothing stop you from getting on that one horse with Jesus. Yeah. Then they'll be able to say of us like they said of the apostles. These men are ignorant and unlearned, but they have spent time with Jesus. You know how they could tell that? The miracles and the signs and the wonders follow. Not that they were baptized in Jesus' name. Come on. Come on. Do you want the power? Or do you want just the, the accolades of the world? Oh, I can stroke you real good. Oh, I can tell you how good you are. After you leave, I need to, to back out of your presence. I can tell you how fine you look and how those peacocks sound for the first time as soon as you leave, but you see that back. <laughs> but I'm saying, you see where we're going here. Yeah. But when you get to spend time with Jesus, they can say, they can say all they want to say about it, but you can say what you want to say. They're healing over there. Yeah. You can talk about all the things you want to talk about. Hey, this sister went on there, I know she got healed. Now, that's the kind of lifestyle God wants to do for us. It ain't about the biggest church and the prettiest church. It's about the power of God. It's about doing the work that Jesus did. 
And that's all the Holy Ghost come. You know what the Holy Ghost is? God, Elder Dean, God has been waiting every morning for you and me just so you could talk to us. I'm talking about talk to us. I ain't talking about that. Because the Holy Ghost, you know the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost was sent so that he could do this here. When we walk out of the house, go to our very shop, the Holy Ghost is supposed to be right there. Telling us what God said to us, what God told us. And how he wants to. And the same thing in your life. It's not happening in your life, is it? wanted a message across. And he couldn't use those upper class pe preachers. He couldn't use nobody else. I said, okay, I'm going to give you this, the tongue and I'm going to let you interpret it today. I don't care if they don't like it. And are we living beneath that privilege? So, with me, let us journey to the place of you. Yeah. Not for us to get a pat on the back. Yeah. But to prove to these people, those folks that are out there on the track and everything else, that God is preaching. Yeah. And much more than somebody trying to pull every dime you got out of the bank and promise you something that you ain't going to get because you ain't got the money to get. That's what it's all about. But you get this in mind. If we just line up with God, God's going to send those folks. You ain't got to go looking. Let's get a bus ministry. Let's go down here. No, 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 no. That ain't the way God do it. And you need to realize that's not the way God do it. That's the way men do it to help out God. Yeah. me on the show. Turner, I'll add to the church daily such as should be said. That's all I need. Uh -huh. What about you? Uh -huh. But he can't do it until he gets the folk ready uh -huh. to handle it. Because guess what? Those folks got spirits out there. If your spirit already bad, and the devil going to come in here and going to find another lodging place in you. Yeah. If you ain't got the ghost and shattered, shattered living, guess what he going to come at? He's coming after you. So God's doing your favor. 
by letting them stay where they at. So you want, we want to finish that. Oh, I wonder what happened to Bob the Third. This is a real thing. It's based on our feelings. It's based on the word of God. And that's why I tell you, let's put it, let's be the kind of church that you can find in the word of God. It's hard until we get our flesh out of the way. It's hard until we get some of our egos down. It's hard until we get, get some of our wants out the way. I want it this way. You can't have it your way. This is not Burger King. This is it. Jesus is king. So, we're going to be on the court that want to be, want Jesus to be king. Yes. We can't please everybody. Let's please God. Yes. And the ones that come under God's umbrella, they'll be pleased because what? We'll be walking together as what? One. You know, one accord ain't a whole lot of things. You know what I'm saying? Then it brings back up under the same umbrella. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. Yeah. Yeah. You can all say, one, 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 one lady God. I don't know about you, but I don't like when folks try to try to stroke my ego. It brings out the sarcasm in me. So, you know, and these things, with the new doors God's going to open, I don't know how quick, and I was sharing with Elder Dean a few, uh, I think it's a couple Sundays ago now, uh, Wednesday night or something. God said, take every uh, uh, Opportunity or, or every appointment or every door that's open. So, you may take it high. Now, you can sit on your oars if you want to. That's up to you. But we're going to the king. You know? And we have to come to this conclusion everybody ain't going. And everybody ain't going to stay. So we've got to make sure we maintain that love and fellowship that's God. And that's it. All we can do is love the folks the way God loves them. And that's all we can do. Amen. And that's one of the keys to the one. You're not going to agree. You shouldn't wear that black sister leads you. You should wear blue. All right, brother, I hear you. And keep wearing the black. I'm not going to stop and argue with you. <laughs> I ain't got that kind of time. I love you anyway. You my sister. Let's figure these things out when we get to heaven. <laughs> Amen. Let's get a pastor a hand for the word of God. Amen. Let's get God a hand for the message. Amen. One accord with God. Huh? 
Amen. One accord with God. Lord, have mercy. Amen. See, there's no guests, no unsaved in the house. Don't know for certain whether the children are of a ready mind to know what it means. But the doors of the church is open for he or she that would be baptized in the name of Jesus. Amen. For the remission of their sin. And God promised you the gift of the Holy Ghost. Uh, for it's for you, your children, for your children, children, for as many as the Lord thou God shall call. Amen. I know it's for us because we are the call of God. Huh? Amen, amen, amen. Amen. Don't forget about services tonight. Seven o'clock. Amen.